Hi, I'm Micah Darden and welcome to my podcast, Five Factor Explanations. This is episode one, the quest for the dream job. In this podcast, I'll explain how personality is measured and how this can apply to picking the right career. You're either an introvert or extrovert. Introverts like working solo dolo and extroverts like working with other people. Easy peasy, end of podcast. If only it was that simple. Let's dive into personality. Personality gives you insight on who you are and why you do the things you do. It can and it can also help you when choosing a career. In this podcast, I will explain the five factor model and how they measure your personality and can help you decide a career. The five factor model measures five distinct traits: openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. A couple of psychologists really liked water, so the names of the traits spell out into the acronym Ocean and Canoe. Before we get into all that, let's talk about the history of the five-factor model, and more specifically, what is personality? The definition of personality is a characteristic way of thinking, feeling, and behaving. It basically is what makes each of us unique. People are generally the same, and as you get older, your personality becomes more stable. Although, this doesn't mean your personality is static. From many studies done on twins, they have found that 50% of your personality is from your genes. So where does the other 50% go come from? The last 50% is decided by your environment. This means your personality can change at any point in your life based on your environment. But that also explains why people's personalities change a lot when they're younger. As you get older, you stick to the same environment once you can control how your life goes. The next question some of you might have is why the five-factor model is better than the other notable personality tests, such as the Myers-Briggs test. Lots of personality tests like Myers-Briggs use flashy questions to tell who you are. Will you be an actor or a unicorn tamer? I mean, who doesn't want to be a unicorn tamer? The main problem with these tests, though, is they treat personality as a specific type instead of a spectrum that it is. It is a spectrum because your personality can't be categorized and it's more than a specific type. The most agreed upon and scientifically backed personality measurement assessment is the five-factor model. It measures how much of each ocean trait you you are. Each personality cluster has three small factors that are measured that determine your overall degree rating for that cluster. This tells how much of a certain trait your personality has, and most people are on the middle for most traits while leaning toward a low or high degree of each trait. To demonstrate how the traits and clusters lead to decisions and lifelong effects, I'll serve as a job recruiter for an international company in our skit. Listen in. Good morning. Thank you for coming in today. As you may have heard, we have several positions that we are recruiting for. Before I get into go into a lot of detail, tell me about yourself. Good morning. I am Sky Johnson. I thank you for this wonderful opportunity. A little bit about myself. I recently graduated from BCU with a degree in art history. The summer after my junior year, I spent in Europe. I was led to visit the museums and theaters throughout Europe, working for an art buyer. Each day was a new experience, a new adventure, a new place. It was awesome. I am naturally curious and an adventurous individual with a great love for the arts. I would make a great employee due to my imagination, 
love of learning, and ability to solve problems. Good morning, sir. Quite the opposite. I majored in mathematics at the University of Richmond. I worked as an assistant with my math professor three out of the last four years. I plan to get a graduate degree soon, but my long-term goal is to work as a statistician. I enjoy dealing with figures and analyzing numbers and interpreting the meaning. I hope to work my entire career with the same organization. So this conversation is extremely important to me. Wow, just based on this little bit you told me, Sky, you appear to have a high degree of openness to experience, shown by your great imagination, creativity, and aesthetic sensitivity for the arts. But Valley, you seem to have a low degree of openness to experience. You like to stay within established boundaries and value logical approach, and don't go much outside the box. Those aren't bad things. These are all great. Now, tell me about your interactions with others. Well, while in Europe, one of my favorite things to do during my free time was to visit the local orphanages. The children were extremely grateful and it brought me a great deal of fulfillment to be able to share my time and energy with the less fortunate. I led the children in games and other exercises that promoted self-esteem. My greatest strength is collaboration and building teams that have a positive effect on the overall goal of the organization. That was an interesting question. I did not actually get along well with my professor, but my work was great. So yeah, he needed me. I mainly received my assignments electronically and submitted my work electronically. Not much interaction. Okay, now we're getting to know you. Sky, you seem to get along well with others and you have a lot of compassion, which tells me you have a high degree of agreeableness. You would be great in a lead position like a manager. Valley, you not so much. You seem blunt and sarcastic and we're respect alone and have a low degree of agreeableness. You will be a great scientist since you don't have to work with lots of other people. This is really interesting. Let's talk about your organizational skills and ability to meet deadlines. Valley, you first this time. That's actually my greatest strength. I live by my calendar and project out my goals extremely far in advance. I have always been successful at meeting all of my goals by the established deadlines. Well, you have me. You got me on that. Um, I love to procrastinate. Like, I mean, procrastinate. I'm talking, doing my math homework as the teacher is collecting the homework, asking for an extension and still turning it in late. I just go with the flow. Things generally work themselves out. I mean, deadlines don't have to be met. You have to allow for some wiggle room, right? <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, that's hilarious and not in a good way. Conscientiousness is one of the most valuable trades you can have at a job, but your low conscientiousness could come in handy as an artist. Mr. Vic, you on the other end would be great in a number of positions, especially jobs that require lots of organization like a brain surgeon or pilot. We need to go a little deeper. How do you handle conflict? I'm really good at handling my emotions. I don't have many problems with things like anxiety and depression. I generally remain calm, cool, and collected. What's cooler than being cool? Cool? Ice Ice cold. If she's ice cold, I'm a summer in Texas. I'm not good at handling my emotions at all. My emotions can be all over the place, sometimes leading to anxiety. But I have it under control. 
Well, you guys seem to have a low amount of neuroticism. This means you don't have lots of emotional volatility and don't deal with negative emotions such negative emotions such as anxiety a lot. You would be great in high stress jobs such as being a police officer or military personnel. Vic, you need to stick to a low stress job environment such as a librarian or web developer developer because you seem like you don't have a good handle on your negative emotions. Seems like I have known you both for a long time. I think this will tell all I need to know. Do you prefer to work with others or alone? Well, while in Europe, I met so many people at the art firm and during my leisure turn time. To be honest, I have never met a stranger. People naturally gravitate to me and when they don't, well, I just introduce myself. It works. I love people and people love me. I actually prefer to be alone. While in college, I did con contribute to group projects, but my preference is to be alone. Even while working with my professor, one of the main reasons it worked is res he respected my need to work, for al work alone. I work quicker, more efficiently when it's just me. You guys are textbook examples of introverts and extroverts. Sky, you will be good working with other people and would be a great salesperson. And Vic, you would do great in careers that don't involve a lot of people, like a scientist. Sky and Vic showed the opposite extremes of the degrees of the ocean traits and provided examples of careers based on the degree of each trait. If you want to take a big five personality test and see what your personality is, head on over to project538.com slash personality dash quiz. A lot of the job choices for traits overlap and once you take into account all five traits, you can really decide the best career choice for you and find your dream job. Thanks for listening to episode one of Five Factor Explanations, Finding the Dream Job, and I'll see you next time.